This is the Getting Into Alignment podcast. Here we play in the quantum world of possibilities. If you desire it, you get to have it. My name is Alexa Ray Smith. I'm a business coach and spiritual teacher for women in business. I'm here to help you unlock your personal power and tap into your magnetism so that you can manifest the most incredible life for yourself and build the business of your dreams. These episodes will help you plug into the energy of infinite potentiality and teach you the tools you need to play in this world where limitations don't exist. On this podcast, I'll be talking to you about energetics, mindset, embodiment, spirituality, money, and business. Everything that you want is on the other side of you getting into alignment. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Getting Into Alignment podcast. I'm your host, Alexa Ray Smith. And today I want to talk to you about something that the collective just needs to understand. We're just going to jump right in today because this is something that So I've seen at least five different TikTok videos just today, like just today alone, that are normalizing shitty situations. They're normalizing struggling with money. They're normalizing that everything has to be hard. And I'm like, why are we still doing this? You guys know that the words that you're speaking are truly what you're manifesting. And what came through to me as I was walking to record this podcast was what you're normalizing is what you're manifesting. And I need you guys to like, not even just logically know this, but I need you to embody this because so all of the videos I saw today were around, like it was basically the same statement. They said, I can't afford to pay for rent. I can't afford to pay groceries. I can't buy groceries. I can barely afford to eat myself, eat for myself. Like how can I afford anything else? And that was just today alone. This, if I could count how many of these videos I have seen, and it's so interesting because my algorithm is pretty much focused on people who are manifesting amazing lives, who are teaching really epic content. Like I don't surround myself with and I don't follow people that normalize these things. And I don't normalize them in my life either. And it's like, I get that you have struggled. I get that you have had struggles with money. I get that life has been difficult for you. If you listen to my last podcast, like I basically just gave you like a big ass therapy session and I talked about traumas that I've been through, which I normally don't talk about because I'm not trying to relive them. I'm not manifesting them. And at the same time, like we do need to understand that there is a human aspect and all of us are going to go through seasons. And when you are someone in my shoes, like I, what keeps coming through to me in my meditations is that I am a lighthouse and take that how you will. But the way that it comes through to me is that I am someone that does really, really deep healing work and really insane ascension work. So that way I can guide everyone that's lost at sea back home. And I truly 
like mean that as a spiritual teacher, I know that it's so much bigger than business. Like you guys know, I love business and I understand that a lot of people won't be able to start their businesses unless they start doing the personal development work because they're going to struggle with money. They're not going to understand entrepreneurship. They're not going to be able to be accountable enough to be an entrepreneur or have the creativity to become one if you don't start doing this work and doing the healing work. And so for me, I do a lot of this. Like I spend more time than like anybody I know doing healing work and processing and really like, especially this past year, just releasing a lot of traumas that have been through my lineage, like the places that I've gone, the things that I've done, it it's intense. I'm not going to lie to you. And that's what that last podcast episode was about. Like, I want you guys to understand that it isn't always just bright and sunny rainbows. Like I'm not always like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love life. Yes. I get back to that point. And when you're going through the process of healing and doing growth, any growth work and any mindset work and things like that, there's going to be times where you guys have to understand that you are clearing generational and ancestral trauma through your lineage. And we are the generation that came here to do this. And one of the ways that we do this is we stop normalizing the things that we don't want in our reality. I know that you don't want to struggle with money. I know that you want to be able to pay your bills easily. I know that if you're a business owner, you want money, success, clients, all of it to come easily to you. So why are you normalizing Things that say the opposite. The matrix is already teaching you that so much so that you've been brainwashed to believe it. But I need you guys to understand that you can't keep walking around on autopilot and you especially cannot be a content creator who is creating content that is talking about how the younger generations are. I saw a girl literally say the other day on TikTok that the younger generation is nihilistic because they won't be able to afford homes and the world's falling apart and they can't afford groceries. Like everybody keeps saying they can't afford groceries. That is the biggest thing that keeps coming through. And it's like, y'all, you can grow a fucking garden. Like, what are we talking about? You can't afford groceries. If you're saying that you can't afford groceries, you are stuck in the survival fight or flight. Like you're never even getting in your parasympathetic nervous system because your amygdala is in overdrive and you are literally normalizing the struggle. You are normalizing the fact and you're telling younger generations that they are not going to be able to afford things when they need to be able to survive. Like eating is a basic necessity as a human. As much as fasting is really, really good for you and it's something that I highly encourage you that you do, you still have to eat. Like that is a basic thing. You need to be able to afford the roof over your head. These are basic needs. And there's so many people that want to talk about how they want to manifest money. And it's like, if you are normalizing conversations where you can't pay for groceries and you can't afford to eat and you can't afford to pay your rent without struggling, 
how the fuck are you honestly going to manifest large sums of money? Because it will not happen. You are the one that generates everything that's happening in your life. You are the one that generates the money that you desire. It's always an internal job. And you've heard this from every single spiritual teacher. Yet, I find that so many people, and this is why I keep saying, you guys know, like you know how to manifest money. You know how to manifest everything that you want, but you're not applying it. You will easily spend how many hours a day scrolling on TikTok, listening to people that say this, and then it's like, you're not applying it though. Because if you were spending way less time in these conversations or absorbing content where people are telling you, that money is hard to come by, groceries are hard to pay for, rent is rent is too high, like whatever it is, you guys hear me say this all the time, you can't have one foot in the matrix and then have one foot, just to use Abraham Hicks's phrase, in the vortex. You, you are programmed and your body is programmed by the matrix. You have to be the one that free falls, like free fall into the matrix or out of the matrix and into the vortex, dude, like stop anchoring yourself into a reality that you do not desire. If you want money to come easily to you, you cannot be in conversations or consuming things that are telling you that money's hard to come by. You cannot be listening to people that normalize sickness and trying to be healthy. You cannot be happy if you're constantly talking about how difficult everything is. What you're focus on, focusing on is what you're going to get more of, not even from a spiritual sense, but from neuroscience, the reticular activating system in your mind filters out everything that you deem not important to you. If you deem struggling with money important, guess what's going to get filtered out? How easy money can come to you. And if you're, you know, like everything that you're focusing on, if you're focusing on and feeling into and thinking thoughts about things that you do not want, if you are consuming content about things that you do not want and you are interacting with them and you are engaging and you are commenting, like I know that social media etiquette is something that desperately needs to be taught because we are severely lacking in it as a society, but it just amazes me how even when like, so I'll just use my own comment section on TikTok. Like y'all know that's my main platform on TikTok. I'm like truly amazed at the amount of information that I give you guys for free on how to change your life. And then there will be people that like blow up my comments, like commenting on like every single video, talking about their struggle and then asking me how to get out of it. And I wanna be like, bro, you just left 27 comments talking about your struggle. I can't help you with that. Like you are literally just obsessed with your struggle and it's like, you have to be the one that takes some accountability in this. Like, yes, I'm the one that, gives you tough love. And like, I'm that big sister. That's like, let me, let me break it down for you guys, because I see that you're struggling, but I can only help you as much as you're going to help yourself. I can create content all day long. And I do, I post five TikTok videos a day. And it's hilarious to me how many business coaches are like, you've got to give value and give education and share your story. And 
they don't give any value in their in their TikToks. Like they don't say anything that's actually useful to you. They have mastered talking vaguely so that you pay them in their programs. And it's like if someone's talking to you that vaguely in their content, then they're just going to be that vague in their podcast and in their programs. Like you aren't actually learning anything. I can confidently say this because I know this to be true. And I wake up to messages and comments all day long. Like there are some of you that get this. There's just a lot of people that are still struggling with this, but I wake up every single day to messages telling me how I've changed people's lives. People that I've never even talked to. And it's just because they're listening to the podcast because they are consuming my TikTok content or wherever they're finding me. Cause I do post on YouTube and I do post on Instagram. It's just like, that's not where you're going to find me the most. I'm on TikTok, And those messages of those people that are like, you've changed my life. I'm like, so appreciative of that. And I also know it because I don't give you vague things. Like I talk about deep energetic principles that women normally charge at least four grand to be in a program for three weeks where they're just going to talk about fluff. And I will break it down to you in four minutes and I will give you what I've spent almost 18 years at this point, learning this information and I'll break it down for you. And I'll be like, this is what you need to know. Like, I'm not wasting your time. I'm not trying to go viral. I'm not hopping on trends. I genuinely know that my videos are life-changing. I genuinely know that my mentorship will change your fucking life forever. I genuinely know that my programs are going to be the thing that helps you transform into a person that you never even thought was possible. I know that this podcast is so valuable that all of my free content is worth millions. It truly is. If you actually listen to my content and then not just absorb it. Yes, it's one thing about rewiring your brain. Listen and listen and listen. That's how you have to do it. But the thing is, You have to be applying this throughout your day, which means not getting into conversations who are normalizing lifestyles that you don't want to be a part of. Even if you're still working in a nine to five corporate job that you hate, I get it. When I worked for the New York state government, everyone was, I always joke, but it's not a joke. I just say it as a joke because it's just easier to laugh about it. But everyone was depressed an alcoholic or a drug addict because it was such a depressing place to work. And it was like, I couldn't keep going to the lunchroom and listen to people who are bitching and moaning about how little money they had or bitching and moaning about how New York state makes it so difficult for everyone or bitching and moaning about their personal lives and their struggle because like everyone's just on a struggle bus. And then in order to have this community, you have to be in the struggle bus. Fuck that. Get a new community, get a new environment. I saw this girl the other day who created a TikTok and she was from Germany originally And she moved to Portugal and she was talking about how happy her life was. And in one portion of the video, and I just love this and I wish I, I wish I was following her so I could tell you what, um, like what her name was, because I just, I truly, truly loved what she was saying. And she was talking about how if, if a flower isn't growing, it's 
it's not the flower's fault, right? It's the environment. But then she goes on to say, if you buy a water bottle in the grocery store, it is, I think she says like 80 cents. She obviously doesn't live in America. So it's like, you know, if you go to a grocery store, a water bottle is like four bucks, uh, probably now with all the inflation crisis or whatever. But it's like four bucks in a grocery store. If you go to an airport, they're going to charge you 10 bucks for that water bottle. Same fucking water. They're going to charge you 10 bucks for it. When it was, it was four bucks, five bucks, whatever I said in, in the grocery store. And then if you get, or if you go to an event, like a concert or something, you're going to end up paying like 15 bucks for the water bottle. And it's like, it's the same fucking water. It's just in different environments. And so they can charge different rates based on where they are. And I just thought that was so powerful because water is something that everyone purchases. And that's just such a beautiful way to explain it because when you, and she didn't explain it like this, but this is how like it went in my mind. When you are at a concert venue, you have normalized the fact that if you go there, you're going to pay like 15 bucks for something that if you went to the store, it would be like $10 cheaper. But because you're paying for the experience and you're paying to be there and like the energy of it and all of the things and well, let's be honest, because there's not a competitive advantage, there's X amount of vendors. So it's not like you have choices. You can't go somewhere and buy it. Or like at an airport, if you walk in with it, they're going to make you dump it out. Like unless you bring an empty water bottle and you fill it up, but then you're drinking chloride or fluoride water. So it's like, anyway, that's a tangent for another day. But you like you normalize things based on where you are. So when you're at an airport, you normalize that water is going to be way more than when you're at a grocery store. When you're on vacation, you normalize that you're going to spend way more money at these places because you're going and doing all of these touristy things. But when you're home, you're like, no, I'm not going to pay. If a grocery store was like, this is $15 for a bottle of water, you'd be like, yeah, okay, it's Aquafina. I'm not going to pay you $15 for it. But if you are at an airport or if you're at a concert venue and you are literally dehydrated and you need water, of course you're going to pay for that water. You end up normalizing things by the environment that you are in. And it's like if you're constantly absorbing content that is low frequency, that's normalizing the struggle. And I don't care what that struggle is, struggle with money, struggle with entrepreneurship, struggle with love, struggle with health, struggle. Like you fill in the gap of whatever you're trying to manifest. If you're surrounding yourself with people, places, content, media, anything like podcasts, if you're surrounding yourself with people that are normalizing that life has to be hard, that business has to be hard, that entrepreneurship has to be hard, that money has to be hard, that love has to be hard, that health has to be hard. Like, what are you telling your mind? Everything has to be hard. And then because you keep telling your mind that and because you keep surrounding yourself with people who believe that, you believe that because it's all you're going to get because that's the filter and the lens that you're looking through life with. Hardship. 
We're all wearing hardship glasses on a struggle bus and then complaining about how hard things are and complaining about the struggle. And it's like, then get off the fucking bus. Get off the bus, dude. Like, this is your stop. Who cares? Like, honestly, who cares what stop you get off? Just get off the fucking bus and figure it out. Because I'm gonna tell you, it is a hell of a lot better for you to just get off the bus and figure it out than for you to stay on the bus and spend the next 30 years struggling (laughs) and then talking about the struggle and surrounding yourself with miserable people and then becoming a jaded, miserable person because that's what you're surrounding yourself by. When I was unable to leave the state of New York because I was still working on my money mindset, because I was building the business, all of the things, I listened to podcasts. I listened to audiobooks. Some days I listened to music just to be like in a high vibe. And I did my work or lunch periods or whatever it was, because sometimes I was supervising and managing and I really like couldn't have them in. I had to listen to my team. My team, like when I last left, my team was a really, really close knit team. And we had an amazing communication style and we would talk over our cubicles. So it was like, I had to be listening, but even sometimes I would have one AirPod in if I really couldn't handle it. When COVID first hit, I literally told my team, I was like, you can't talk about this in the aisles. We are hearing it everywhere. We like, this is consuming everyone with fear. I'm sorry, but if you want to go talk about this, you need to get out of this aisle because like we're keeping the vibes high here. And I, and I was like, no, like we're not talking about this. And it was like, I did everything possible to get myself out of that environment mentally, emotionally, energetically, even while I was still living in that environment. I listened to audiobooks every day on my way in, or I listened to podcasts in my drive, in my commute of rush hour, when most people will just allow themselves to get so frustrated and miserable. It was like, I, I traded out a lot of music and I started listening to content and even programs. Like I would take programs and then I would listen to the programs in the car. I would listen to YouTube videos. Like I listened to and I read and I did whatever I needed to do. So that way I was preparing myself. Tony Robbins calls it priming. Like I was priming myself for the reality that I wanted to be in, for the environment that I wanted to be in. And if you don't know, I was a wellness and mindset coach when I first got out. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. I'm not going to go too far into that. But I used to have a food Instagram and it's actually, it's called Alexa Ray Wellness. And I was locked out of that account for years. Like no matter what I did, I could not get into that account. And I was like, okay, whatever. And for some reason, I thought to go back Oh, I was watching this food show because I love food. Y'all know this. And I was watching this food show and I was like, oh my God, I want to just like look at that account. And so I was like going down memory lane, looking all of it. And I was like, wow, like I remember that girl. I remember her like the one that didn't know enough about mindset to teach it. The one that was starting to learn astrology and the one that was like, starting her business and doing all these things. And I would talk about that in the caption, but I would, you know, give you like epic food and plant-based food. So if you want some food porn, go on, go on there. But I was like, I wish I could get back into this account because I kind of want to start posting food again. I don't know that I do. I think I might've just been on like a foodie high, 
but, but I do have a lot of recipes and stuff on there. And anyway, I got myself back into this account and I posted on the, on my Instagram stories, like, Hey guys, I've been locked out of this account for years. Cause there's like, there's still like 5,000 people following the account, which is shocking to me. And I was like, Hey guys, just to let you know, like I might be posting on here again, but this, I've been locked out of this account. If you want to find me now, like this is my new Instagram, da, 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 da. And I guess I just didn't think about how many people that I went to high school with and people that I knew from working at the New York state government, like they still followed that account, which is shocking to me. But I had a lot of people reach out to me and I was like, oh my God, <sighs> I'm not going to lie to you. Not everybody that reached out to me was like someone that I genuinely wanted to be talking to. There was one person that I actually was really happy that reached out because he went through an addiction with me and was one of those people. Um, and he, he made it out alive, but he's one of the only ones I know besides me that didn't die and didn't go to jail and didn't like, isn't still an addict. Like he's one of the only people that got out of it. And his girlfriend at the time was one of my really good friends and she did die. And like, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I lost like 22. Like, I'm not joking. My, my town was a small country town and we, we had a heroin epidemic and an opiate opioid epidemic like seven years before the nation did like quite honestly because there was nothing else to do and it was just not a great place to live beautiful but just the mentality anyway that was a tangent but anyway so I like what what I'm getting at though is my environment has changed so much and a lot of those people that are still working for the New York state government, still living in that small town with small country thinking, and it's mostly white and Republican and uh, all of the things that I would argue are the problems with America. Like these people are still living in the exact same environment doing this same old shit. And I know that it sucks because they hated it while I was there and I did too. And it's like, I did whatever it took to get me out of that environment. I did not normalize those conversations anymore. When I quit the New York state government, because I'm not going to lie to you guys, I was fucking amazing at my job. I am somebody that excels at everything that I do. And I can say that confidently because anything I put my mind to, I will be fucking great at because I am a very intelligent woman and I am very talented. And for many years of my life, I was shamed for being confident and saying that. And I was told that people don't like it when you, when you say that you're good at things. And I was like, fuck that. I'm amazing. And so I was a really amazing supervisor and I knew my shit. And when I left my team, they would text one of them specifically. He would text me and tell me what was going on. And it was like, bro, I literally don't have any power anymore. I can't log into these systems. Yes, I technically walked out with a vast knowledge in my brain. So I could technically help like with laws and with processes and with, I'm amazing at problem solving. And that was my job, like was to problem solve and to make very, very high level HR decisions, payroll and time and attendance decisions, 
quickly, like very fucking quickly. I'm not somebody that would be like, oh, let me get back to you. No, there's somebody on the other line waiting and it needs to be fucking figured out. And if I just say that I'll get back to you, there's going to be 80 more people that like are going to come through and have something in the way. And he would reach out to me and it was like, dude, I love you so much. You are my dude. You are family, but you can't keep reaching out to me about this because I am not there anymore. And by the time I left, I was just exhausted. Like I was so energetically, emotionally exhausted. I left during COVID. I quit in December of 2022. I was fighting the government on shit. I was fighting COVID policies. I was fighting HIPAA laws for my people. Like if you name it, I was fucking battling. And all of my agencies were the one ones handling COVID. So it was like, I was fucking drained. And I loved my people. Like I fought to the nail for them. And I always will. Like I am a, I have a stellium in Aquarius. I will always say I'm for the people. I will fight for the people. But there's just only so much I could do. And it was because the universe was pushing me to truly believe in myself and to start this business and to change the world to be the lighthouse. And I had to tell him like, dude, you can't keep messaging me. Like you can't keep texting me about all of this because it just truly infuriates me at how, for lack of a better word, stupid the management is because that's literally how New York state works. They promote stupid people because they'll become yes men and they won't fight the system. They will reinforce the system. And it's like, this is why we have systemic issues because this is what they do. If you want to get paid and if you want to be promoted, you have to say yes to everything that's morally corrupt and unethical. So that way you can do that. And it's like, fuck that. And so anyway, where I'm going with this is the environment. Your environment needs to change. And by environment, I mean, the place that you live, I mean, the place that you work, I mean, the people that you surround yourself with, I mean, the content that you follow and you engage with, I mean, the books that you read, the shows that you watch, all of it. You have to start normalizing and following people and listening to content and being in places that actually encourage and support your growth and support the lifestyle that you want to have. Because if you keep normalizing the struggle. You're going to keep getting the struggle. And I truly understand how soul crushing that is. But I find so many people that genuinely do want to change, they keep reinforcing the struggle. They've become yes men. They've become yes men to the struggle. And they're just like, yeah, this is the way life has to be. And it's like, no, the fuck it doesn't. You have to be the one that decides that you're going to choose differently though. Are you going to keep entertaining thoughts and narratives and people that don't support your highest evolution? No, you're not. You're going to put yourself in environments where you get to grow, you get to shine, you get to be big, you get to be loved, you get to be heard, you get to be supported. You get to speak your truth. You get to love yourself exactly who you are. You do not have to wear a mask. You do not have to censor yourself. You do not need to be put into a box. But you have to be the one that stops censoring yourself, that stops putting yourself in the box, that stops normalizing lack of money, lack of resources, 
lack of health, lack at all. Like drop the fucking lack consciousness, drop the fucking lack frequency. And this is what I teach you very, very deeply in currency, which is also called the money membership because I made it a low ticket membership as well, because so many people were reaching out on social media asking for me to like help them with manifesting money. And I'm like, you know what? Yes. Let me just make it a low ticket membership option. So that way you can start changing your fucking life because money is a resource that is literally limitless to you, but you have to be the one that decides that it is. And you have to learn how to vibrate at a new frequency, how to have a new relationship with money, with wealth, with abundance. I always say, and I say it in the program a lot, we have been taught as a society to master lack and you need to start mastering abundance. And that's in all areas. It isn't just with money, but I find that money is just the most difficult thing for people to manifest and they struggle a lot with it. And it's like, because you're normalizing the lack, because you say you want to manifest money and then as soon as a bill comes in, you freak the fuck out. You say you want to manifest money and then as soon as your friends start talking about how they can't afford their groceries or they can't afford their rent or their mortgage payment, then you start talking about how, yeah, you're struggling too. And it's like, that's going to keep you on the struggle bus. Take the hardship glasses off, get yourself off the bus and use whatever tools help you the most, right? It wasn't one tool that transformed my life. It wasn't one tool that got me out of that struggle bus. It was me deciding consciously every single day that I wasn't, I was unavailable, unavailable for that life. And I was going to do everything possible, everything to allow me to have a new availability for life and for me to set a new standard for what I allowed. And yes, that meant cutting off a lot of people. And yes, that meant moving out of New York State. And yes, that meant quitting my career with the New York State government. It meant me having to decide, is it more important for me to have all of these people in my life who I do all of this work on myself. And then the second I have a conversation with them, it feels like everything that I just did for the past like six months went down the drain. And yes, even family members, like arguably the person that growing up, I never thought we would be separate. And it was like, I've realized, oh my God, every time I'm with you, all you talk about is struggle. And all you talk about is things that don't need to be normalized, but it's like almost impossible for me to set a new standard because you keep almost like it, it just felt like I was like getting capped at the knees. Like somebody was just constantly hitting me in the knees and knocking me down to the floor. And that's what I mean when I say you can't have one foot in the matrix and one foot in the vortex because the matrix is always going to win. You guys with social media these days, with the internet, with podcasts, with YouTube, with TikTok, with Instagram, get off Facebook, but you know, like with, with all the other ones, there is no reason for you to feel like you're getting capped at the knees unless you're choosing to interact with and engage with people that keep taking you down like that. But it's like, there's no, there's no reason that you cannot be doing this work because even if you're still in the struggle bus with money, like I just told you, my free content will change your fucking life. Like, are you actually consuming content that makes you feel empowered, that teaches you how to change, and are you applying it? 
Because it's like you need to be hearing these things. You need to be feeding your subconscious mind and feeding your reticular activating system for your desired life. And put your blinders on. Stop looking at everyone that's struggling. Because with money, with love, with travel, with success, with all of these things, there's really like two different ways that it could be. A struggle or easy. And it's like in every one of these situations, there is somebody living on this planet who it all comes easy for. They decided and they did this work and they were committed and they were dedicated and they showed the fuck up for this version of themselves. And on the opposite scale of that, there's always going to be someone that's struggling in all of these areas. You have to decide which one of these people you're going to be. And then you have to look at the thoughts that you're thinking, the stories that you're telling, the conversations that you're having, the content that you're consuming and say, is this getting me in alignment with the, the healthiest, wealthiest, happiest version of myself? Or is this in alignment with the brokest, poorest is probably the correct word, poorest, sickest, most miserable version of myself? Because it's your choice. It's not always easy when you start doing the work. Like I'm not going to lie, at every new edge, you're going to be meeting yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. It's not always easy. Listen to my last podcast. Not always easy. And are you willing, like I say this all the time to my clients, are you willing to go through short-term discomfort now so that way you can rewire your mind towards abundance so that way for the rest of your life you can live an abundant life? Or are you going to keep tapping out when you get uncomfortable because it's easier to stay in your comfort zone, AKA broke, miserable, depressed, sick. You know what I mean? Like these are available options and you have two choices to keep showing up with the same thoughts that you've always had, with the same stories in the same conversations as the same version of you, or you can decide that you're going to be a different version of you now and understand that the universe is always catching up to you. So if you just keep deciding to be this new person, to think new thoughts, to vibrate in a new frequency, to entertain new conversations, to get yourself in healthier environments, and like whatever that looks like for you, we all have different parameters on what we want to experience in life. We all have different parameters on what makes us feel safe, what makes us feel loved, what makes us feel comfortable, what makes us really feel empowered to have our dream reality, whatever that looks like to you. Because to some people that is having a small cabin in the Northeast and, you know, going skiing in the winter and, and enjoying the seasons. And then for some people that's like, no, I want a bougie ass life where it's, nice out all the time and it's always sunny and I have multiple cars and they hang out in the driveway because there's no winter and I go sunbathing all the time. Like you get to decide what you want for you, but you have to make sure that the people that you're following, the people that you're engaging with, that they're normalizing that reality because every single reality is available to you. But which one are you choosing? Which one are you showing up for every single day? And no, you're not going to be perfect at it, but you know what you can be conscious because when you're conscious, that's when you change because you can notice the thoughts, you can notice your frequency, you can notice the conversations and you can catch yourself and say, wait a minute, 
I'm showing up as the old version of me, the one that I am retiring. And I am now showing up as this new version of me. I, I forgot for a minute, but that's okay. I'm going to move forward in this trajectory now. Like I'm moving in this direction and no ego, you're not going to keep stopping me by allowing me to show up as this retired version of myself. We're not doing this anymore, but you have to be conscious about it. So that way you can actually shift. You shift in the moment by your moment to moment decisions, thoughts, actions, frequency. And it's like, If you notice that you're engaging in a conversation that isn't empowering, you get to be the one that pulls out of the conversation. You get to be the one that redirects the conversation. You get to be the one that leaves the environment, like whatever it is. But are you willing to do whatever it takes for you to change your life? Because honestly, that is very uncomfortable. Leaving behind people that you've always known because they drink every single day and because they complain about money yet they're at the bar every single day or, you know, people that just have really low frequency habits. Are you going to keep surrounding yourself with them day in and day out when you know that's not the life that you want to have? No, you're not. And that's not always easy, but it's like, how can you get yourself in environments and surround yourself with people that are encouraging you to be a better version of yourself and more empowered version of yourself. One that gets what they want easily because they've done the work on themselves to release the struggle. This is how you're actually going to transform your life. And it's like, don't be the person that's creating content and commenting on com- on com- commenting on content that is normalizing lack of money, lack of resources, that things have to be hard. I am not going to lie to you. Listen to the last podcast episode. I said that it's very difficult to live in America because this country is hate-filled right now. I argue that we kind of needed it to get here though because otherwise it truly would have never changed. This is igniting a spark so we can actually burn the fucking systemic problems to the ground and rebuild on a whole new level. And I get that It looks ugly and it feels scary and there's a lot going on, but it isn't even here. Like right now, France is burning places to the ground because we have too many racists in police uniforms and like there shouldn't even be a racist in a uniform. Like that should be the number one thing. Are you racist? Do you have racist tendencies? Okay, then you're not allowed to carry a gun and you're definitely not allowed to have a badge. You know what I mean? Like, it isn't just America that has these problems, but like, it's very, very heightened in America right now. And the people are doing something about it because we're sick of seeing the gun violence. We're sick of seeing the deaths. We are sick of this. And like, other countries are putting out warnings to not come here because if you or anything other than a white straight male, you are in danger here. And it's like, we don't have to keep normalizing that narrative, but we do have to also be aware of the systemic issues and be informed on them, right? Don't spend all of your time engaging and, you know, letting yourself get sucked into the hate. But it's also like, we can't ignore it because if we ignore it, we won't change it. So understand that, There are things that you're going to have to pay attention to that aren't love and light, 
but it's like you're paying attention to them so that you can proactively change them. And that's what we're doing as a collective. So there are some things that are collective issues, but as far as individual issues, which is the amount of money that you make and your mindset and your energy and the stories that you tell yourself, like you can control you. So it's like when we're talking about individual issues, stop normalizing a shitty life for yourself. Stop normalizing the shit that you don't want because what you are affirming is what you are getting. And if you want to be able to afford a beautiful, abundant, overflowing, wealthy life, the sentence I can't afford needs to be deleted from your vocabulary. Like delete it. Don't ever say it again. There's a million and and one other ways that you can say it. Don't say it. Don't complain about your problems all the time. Don't focus on your problems all the time. Don't focus on lack all the time. Start focusing on solutions, abundance, ease, joy, gratitude, happiness. These are conscious choices that you get to make. And depending on your level of trauma, there's going to be deeper healing work that you have to do. And you can still do it. You are strong. You are smart. You are loved. You are supported. You have everything inside of you that you need to create the most magnificent life for yourself. You just need to unlock it. You have to be the one that finds that within you so that way you can see it outside of you. And that starts with what you're normalizing. So I think we're going to leave that as like a little Sunday sermon right here and let this one land and not just like let it land, but actually apply this. You guys start noticing when you start engaging in low frequency conversations or low frequency content and do your best to stop normalizing it because that is one of the biggest steps that is going to get you out of a life that you don't like and into a life that you're madly in love with. And that feels genuinely good to live every single day. If you want mentorship with me, you get access to all my programs. If you join mentorship, if you want to get into the money membership, if you want to join my manifestation Academy, if you want to join my upcoming business school, All of the links are on my website. Everything is on my website. Go click the link in my bio. And if you have any questions about any of my programs or mentorship or anything, shoot me a DM. I would love to talk to you. I genuinely love this work and it was so powerful and so transformative for me personally that I have dedicated my life to helping other people with this. So I love you guys so much. I'm rooting for you. And until the next episode, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to go deeper and to get into my world, you can go to my website, alexaraysmith.com. You'll find all of my current programs on there. If you're desiring to get mentored by me, then the best thing to do is shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can talk about mentorship options and which one's the best fit for you. If you're absolutely loving this podcast, 
please go rate it five stars and let me know why you're loving it. This will help me share the podcast with more people. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And until the next episode, keep manifesting the most incredible life.